Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Duped Loving Wives by Sambolt I don't believe it! exclaimed Tom, as he saw his work colleague sitting in a seat by the window. Mark Perkins looked up from his paper, smiled and stood to shake his work colleague's hand. He had been waiting in the optometry premises for his wife, Heidi, to have finished with the optician. As the two men started chatting they realized that both their wives attended the same place for different reasons. Heidi was very short-sighted and Tom's wife, Selena, was very picky about her designer frames. Suddenly both their wives appeared at the same time at different corners from behind the consulting screens. Hey, there's mine, said Mark, pointing at Heidi. And there's mine, said Tom, pointing to his wife, Selena. The women were still busy discussing frames with their respective sales advisors, so didn't see their husbands talking. The men just stared and each gulped at the wife of his friend. The two women, although different ages, were both gorgeous. At 42, Heidi was the older of the two, Selena being 23. Heidi was a tall woman, 5 feet 8 inches, with a full figure, big breasts, and a generous ass. Selena, who looked young for her age, had a slim athletic build, with nice, see, cup tits and a beautiful bubble butt. Mark and Tom were the same ages as their wives. Mark was a broad-shouldered, six-foot man. At forty-two, he was slightly graying prematurely at his temples. Tom was smaller, five feet six inches, the same height as his wife. Tom was a fresh-faced young man, with a permanent wide-eyed innocent look that made him appear even younger than his twenty-three years. As Mark gazed at Tom's wife, Selena, he saw a gorgeous sultry dark-eyed Latina brunette. He thought she looked like a teenager, rather than a young woman. He loved her slim figure, but also noted her nice bust and cute bubble butt. Tom, looking at Heidi, saw a statuesque Scandinavian-looking blonde. Her maturity had given her a voluptuous fuller figure, although he also noted that her waist had not filled out, emphasizing her big tits and ass even more. Your wife is beautiful, gasped Tom. So is yours, agreed Mark in a dry-throated voice. Saying no more, the men separated and went up to their respective wives to help with the final decisions on choosing glasses. Two days later, Mark and Tom saw each other in a bar near work and shook hands. They both worked for a cyber video industrial company, Tom in the accountancy division and Mark in the system installation division. The conversation immediately turned to their good-looking wives and each started asking the other about their spouse. What were then described by both men were wives that seemed very loving. The relationships of the couples, in the eyes of both men, were excellent. Neither had arguments to speak of and even Mark's kids by a former marriage failed to roughen up the equilibrium of family life. It was only later in the evening, after a number of drinks too many, that the two men owned up to what turned out to be a problem, common to both of them. The main grouch of the husbands, although it was unspoken by the men to their wives, was their mundane sex lives. This did not mean that there was no marital sex life for the husbands, 
but both Tom and Mark owned up that their wives were not nymphomaniacs in the bedroom. Their sex lives were regular, if unexciting, with both wives coincidentally always indicating that a steady missionary position was quite satisfactory. Tom and Mark agreed that they knew that this did not mean that the women did not care for them. On the contrary, they were certain that they loved them very dearly. As the drinks kept flowing, the discussion became even less inhibited. Mark explained that his wife always said that she felt a tingling of pleasure when they had sex, but he wasn't sure that it could be defined as an orgasm. Similarly, Tom said Selena seemed to breathe a bit more heavily, but he didn't think that the earth moved for her. A final nightcap loosened their inhibitions further, but it was Mark who really pushed the boundary. Mark mentioned Selena's hot Latina looks, sexy figure, and curvy bottom. Tom, rather more conservatively then said that he had noticed Heidi's big breasts. The conversation then continued in an ever-luder vein, ending up with both men admitting that, ever since they had seen them, they had fantasized about having sex with the other man's wife. Egging each other on, they started to describe their wives' physical characteristics in detail. Mark, who could tell that Tom liked a bit of meat on his women, began by telling Tom about his wife's big breasts. They're like two big weighty melons, he said. Her reali are like plums and you can get her nipples to stick out an inch. Tom rubbed his crotch appreciatively. Well, he said, Selena's tits, though admittedly not as big as Heidi's, are a nice handful. What about her ass? asked Mark eagerly. Selena calls it her splendid rear, said Tom. But I can tell you it's not big, just firm and round. I know Heidi has a nice big butt which I would love to fondle but, if you're into bubble butts, Selena's is rounder. Eventually, with their fantasies to take with them, they struggled back home. Next time they met in the bar, it was Mark who stated the audacious question. Fancy a wife swap? he asked. Tom looked incredulous. You've got to be kidding, he gasped. Selena would never go for it. Nor would Heidi, said Mark glumly. I was just dreaming. A few weeks later, they met up in the bar again. I know we can't ask them openly, said Mark. We need a plan B that they won't recognize as a plan. He continued, We have to be clever so that there is no suspicion and they don't realize afterwards what's happened. How the hell would we do that? asked Tom sarcastically. Mark explained the plan he'd been working on. We introduce each other to our wives as work colleagues. After a couple of weeks, We tell our wives that we are in danger of losing our jobs. I'll say that you are on the committee looking at redundancies. I'll also say that you fancy Heidi and are willing to get me off the redundancy list if you could get together with her. You and I can work on the detail. We can almost make it a joke, so that it's the wives who suggest the solution. That evening Mark gave Tom a lift home and gained an introduction to Selena, who looked as gorgeous and youthful as Mark remembered her. The following evening Tom gave Mark a lift home and was introduced to Heidi. Heidi was looking as voluptuous as Tom remembered. Mark's teenage children were staying for a month with their mother, so Heidi was not as rushed off her feet as she might have been. The execution of the plan started a couple of days later. After Mark had arrived home and he and Heidi had finished their meal, he said, There's a problem at work. Heidi looked at him questioningly. He continued, It's probably nothing to worry about. It's just that they need to make a redundancy, and I'm one of 30 potential staff on the published list.
It's a one in thirty possibility, so there's nothing to worry about. Then he added, I'll tell you something that will make you laugh. You will remember Tom. Well, he's on the committee considering the redundancy list. Well, he must have the hots for you, as he told me that he could cross my name off the list if he could enjoy your company for the night. I just laughed at him. You're twenty years older than him. What a joke! Heidi gave an attempt at a smile. She was annoyed with Mark. She felt he didn't appreciate her womanly attractions, which admittedly had become more weighty in recent years. She had liked Tom as soon as she saw him. He seemed awfully shy and she was very surprised he could be so forward as to suggest a sexual relationship with another man's wife. Nevertheless, she noted the way he had tried desperately not to look at her chest, and she'd also saw him in a glass reflection staring at her big rump, so she was not surprised that he'd admitted to Mark that he appreciated her. Tom had the same conversation with Selina describing his potential redundancy and Mark's proposal for Selina. He had also ended with similar words of, I just laughed at him. You're twenty years younger than him. What a joke! Selina didn't even bother attempting a smile. She was annoyed with Tom. She felt that generally he ought to behave with more manliness. He seemed wimpish at times. She noted Mark's height and broad shoulders when he was introduced to her. He appeared a figure of authority, who wouldn't be bossed around. He hadn't tried to hide his admiration for Selina's slim figure and didn't pull his eyes away when she caught him leering at her bubble But He was clearly an assertive man who liked to be boss. Having sown the seeds, the next day the men went into round two. When Mark got home, even before the dinner was laid he said, Bad news I'm afraid. The list is now down to three names of which I am one. We've just got to cross our fingers. Heidi went silent for a minute and then in a low voice said, What about Tom's offer? Mark tried to look horrified. You can't be serious, he said. Why not? said Heidi. Tom is clearly a bastard with what he's suggesting. It's a horrible thing he's making us do, but Tom's hardly Mr. Dynamic. He's a nervous young man and I'm sure I could manage him in the bedroom so that it wouldn't be much of an inconvenience for me. If it will save your job, I'm willing to do it. If you're certain about it, I'll talk to Tom tomorrow then, said Mark quietly. Tom had a similar conversation with Selina, with Selina mentioning Mark's offer. Tom tried to look suitably shocked. No way, he said. Look, said Selina, sex is no big deal. Without saying the words, Tom thought bitterly. Not the way we do it, Selina continued. Anyway, he's old. I'll probably be reading a magazine after ten minutes, so tell the bastard we'll go ahead with it. That was end of the conversation as far as Selina was concerned. Next day at work Mark was jubilant. Tom was pleased but nervous. Mark took charge. We'll make it for Saturday night at the Simoon Hotel. I'm in charge of the maintenance for the cable media contract there. The manager owes me for some favors I've done him in the past. Tom looked down at the floor. I know I won't know what to do, he said abjectly. I tell you what, said Mark. I can use our firm's cable contract with the hotel to set up a camera in my room and a television in yours, so you can see what's happening with me and Selena. You just watch what I do and follow me. Providing you take Heidi's glasses off, you can watch Selena and me on the television without Heidi knowing. 
I can even get you a miniature piece so that you can hear what's going on. When the men got home each explained to his wife that the proposed liaison had been agreed and, provided that the wife complied, he would no longer be on the redundancy list. Each wife was told it was scheduled for Saturday evening. Mark told Heidi that Tom had stipulated that she should wear something she thought he would particularly like and Tom told Selena that Mark wanted her to wear something that showed her youth. On the Saturday, both men told their wives that they couldn't bear to be at home knowing what their wives were doing and they would therefore be staying with a friend. Heidi believed she had a happy marriage. She liked her stepchildren a lot. She had not had any children of her own and this, she believed, was why her big breasts had continued to grow. It was just a pity that Mark didn't seem to appreciate them. Selena also was sure she loved her husband. Although she wished he was physically stronger and mentally tougher, she recognized that he had a sweet nature. Selena and Heidi started putting on their clothes for the evening. Both of them believed that they had to go ahead with what they were doing to save their husbands' jobs. They regarded what was being demanded of them as blackmail. Although they had both separately agreed to satisfy their blackmailers, they fully intended that the bastards forcing them to do this would get little satisfaction out of it. The women also intended not to allow any physical reaction they themselves were feeling to show. They would do what they had to do and no more. Both dressed in a way that they believed the men would find most enticing, as they were concerned that if they did not do so, they would give the bastards a reason to retract from the bargain. Early Saturday evening the men met in the bar of the Simoon Hotel. Now you know what you're doing? said Mark. Don't change the channel on the television until you've taken her glasses off. You'll be able to hear what's going on in my room by your earpiece. Mark looked at Tom's forlorn nervous expression. Do you want some Viagra? After all, you want to be able to perform. Mark offered some pills in his hand. How many should I take? Said Tom taking some off him. Don't know, said Mark. It's the first time I've taken them. I'm taking a couple. The two men shook hands then went off to their respective rooms. Tom was in the center of the hotel, whereas Mark was in a room down a corridor away from the other rooms, where he'd said it would be easier to set up the video camera. Later on time, there was a knock on Mark's hotel bedroom door. Mark opened the door in his dressing gown and Selena walked in. She was dressed in a short sparkling red party dress, with seamed light tan nylon stockings and high red stiletto heels. She always looked younger than her years but this evening this was even more accentuated by her ponytail. She looked to Mark like a schoolgirl off to her prom and he guessed that this was the look she had thought he'd want. May I get you a drink, Selena? asked Mark smoothly. Her sultry dark eyes flashed and her lips, colored with bright red lipstick, drew back in a sneer. Mr. Perkins, you know the only reason I am here. My husband is a dear man whom you have only agreed to help in exchange for my cooperation. You are a bastard. You are old enough to be my father, and I consider you a dirty old man. So no, I do not want a drink. She stood there defiantly. Mark gave her a small smile. That is very noble of you, Selina. However, I am concerned that your words sounded like a little speech and that you are perhaps recording our conversation in order to bring some kind of action against me. I will therefore have to search you very thoroughly for any recording devices. He then pointed towards a large flat mirror attached to the wall and indicated to Selina that she should lean facing it. 
Selina did not know what she had been expecting when she walked through the door, but, as she faced the mirror with the palms of her hands against it, she suddenly felt she was losing control very quickly. Mark stepped up behind her and spread her arms even more and pushed her legs apart with his foot. As Mark placed his hands on her shoulders to frisk her, Selina felt like a schoolgirl caught speeding by a horny old cop, who was going to take full advantage of the situation. Mark's strong hands were firm as they moved down her back, pressing in the material as if to check for devices. Then, inevitably, they moved under her arms and he made no pretense of a measured search as his hands went quickly to her breasts. He grasped her tits hard through her brow, making her gasp. Nothing so far, he said with smirk in his voice. Please stand up and take your dress and brow off. Selina stood back still facing the mirror. This was happening far too fast for her. She thought she'd have more time to slow him down and make him question what he was doing. However, knowing she had no choice, she moved her hands behind her neck and undid the hook at the top of the dress, then slid the zip down so that the dress fell off to the floor. She hesitated for a brief moment, then undid her brow. She was now naked from the waist up, facing away from him. Mark growled his approval. All she now had on were her stilettos, her stockings, which were thigh-high, and very brief panties. Stockings were not particularly a turn-on for Mark, who was happy with tights. However, the effect of these thigh-high stockings were to enhance her lovely bubble butt. Put your hands back against the mirror, miss, instructed Mark, knowing he was sounding like a cop. Selina leaned forward again. The feeling of being a schoolgirl about to be frisked and abused by a horny old cop had been reinforced by the way Mark had instructed her to lean forward. In the mirror Selina could see Mark removing his dressing gown. His muscled body appeared large behind her, although thankfully his penis was not in her view. However, she was soon aware of it as she felt a hard stick resting on her ass. It's my baton, miss, he said with a leer. He went to her left ankle. Grasping the ankle with both hands, he slowly slid his hands up the nylon-clad leg. Not pausing, his hands continued sliding to the thigh-high top of the stocking until it rested on the exposed warm thigh just below her butt. She tensed, but instead of invading her panties he repeated the movement with her right leg. Can't find anything there, he said with another leer. Then he stepped forward, pressing his big boner between her ass cheeks. He made no pretense now of searching her as his hands went straight to her breasts. She had been prepared for this and just bit her lip as he grasped her firm young tits, squeezing the tender nipples in his fingers. His hands looked large in the reflection, making her tits look vulnerable. She wondered if he was going to fuck her immediately, and at least get it all over with. Found what you're looking for, officer? She queried with what she hoped sounded like heavy sarcasm. I certainly have. Sniggered Mark, as he rubbed his penis up and down the crack of her buttocks. He felt he'd stripped the young prom queen and was now going to enjoy her. Two minutes after Selina had entered Mark's room, Heidi tapped on Tom's door. Tom opened the door and nervously beckoned her in. Heidi swept past him and stood before him in the middle of the room. Unlike Selina, Heidi was dressed very conservatively. She looked like the chair of the local women's church group. Her blonde hair was in a bun. Her dress was gray and straight, although it couldn't hide her generous full figure. She wore black nylons on her legs, 
with seams that seemed as straight as her upright attitude. On her feet she wore sensible black shoes. Taking his lead from Mark, whom he could hear in his earpiece, Tom stuttered. Can I offer you a D-drink, Mrs. Perkins? Heidi gave her reply which turned out to have big similarities with Selina's response to Mark. My husband has worked loyally for his firm for twenty years. He did not deserve to be included in any potential shortlist of redundancies. The firm's actions have been despicable. However, you have capitalized on his misfortune in a contemptible way. I really do not know why you wanted me to come here. I'm old enough to be your mother. You are a young perverted bastard. No, I definitely do not want to have a drink with you. She looked down at him disdainfully. Picking up his cue again from Mark, Tom said, Mrs. Perkins, I am concerned that your words sounded like a little speech and that you are perhaps recording our conversation in order to bring some kind of action against me. I will therefore have to search you very thoroughly for any recording devices. We'll start with your glasses. Heidi looked at Tom with incomprehension. He must be mad, she thought. With annoyance, Heidi carefully took off her glasses and passed them with a case which she carried in her handbag. Although she could now see Tom a few feet in front of her, the rest of the room looked more blurred. Tom made a show of examining the glasses, then put them in their case and in her handbag. Now the shoes, he said. Heidi was already taller than him, and he could at least bring her down a couple of inches nearer to him. She took off her shoes and he pretended to check them over before putting them to one side. He then pointed towards the wall and indicated to Heidi that she should lean against it and spread her arms and legs ready to be frisked. Heidi could now see where this was going and thought it was a cowardly way to physically approach her. She wasn't surprised that Tom had to resort to this silly charade. As Tom approached Heidi, he flicked the channel controller and changed the screen to show Mark's bedroom. He had heard Mark's conversation with Selina, but was still shocked to see her taking off her dress and bra and leaning her hands on the mirror. Her ponytail made her look younger and vulnerable, but Tom found the scene of Mark's seduction surprisingly exciting. Selina had always had the upper hand and bossed him around, so to see her at the mercy of Mark was strangely gratifying. Tom started putting his hands on Heidi's back and nervously patting her down. He reached round and pressed his hands over her front, not having the courage to press hard or to spend any longer on her breasts than the rest of her torso. Replicating Mark's words, he said, Nothing so far, Mrs. Perkins. Please stand up and take your dress and bra off. Tom gulped and nearly swallowed the last words. Heidi thought that he seemed as if he was following a script. Like Selena, Heidi thought it sounded as if she was being instructed by a police officer. Heidi felt like a headmistress who'd been caught by a rookie cop, who just previously had been one of her schoolbuzz and who was now intending to enjoy her voluptuous charms. Heidi wondered what Tom would do if she refused to undress. She guessed he would be stuck. However, she didn't want to give him any excuse for not completing their bargain. Facing away from him, she unzipped her dress in one movement, and it fell to the floor. Tom had been wondering if Heidi had ignored the instruction to wear something he particularly liked. He liked the severity of her outfit as it emphasized her maturity, but as Heidi's dress fell to the floor he gasped in excitement. Heidi knew that young men who were aficionados of big breasts often had that other maternal fetish of stockings and garter belts. She was therefore wearing a white garter belt with the straps attached to the stocking tops. 
As she heard him gasp, she knew that she had calculated correctly and that he certainly couldn't complain that she had ignored his clothing request. She unhooked her bra and peeled it off the front of her breasts. As she placed her hands back against the wall, her breasts hung pendulously. To Tom, her voluptuous body with its big ass, encased in the garter straps, and succulent melons was the most erotic sight he had ever seen. Heidi heard a rustle of clothing and realized a second later that Tom had removed his dressing gown. She learned he was naked, because she could feel his boner like a piece of wood knocking against her buttocks. Tom pressed his hard boner against her ass cheeks, feeling the garter clips and nylon stocking against his thighs. Reaching forward, he grasped her big jugs from behind. Although he started gently, he was soon mashing her tits, glorying in their size. His hands grasped the areola at the end of each breast. Heidi gritted her teeth as her big nipples erupted in his fingers and she felt his cock twitch. Heidi found that she was actually bearing his weight, as he had to stretch over her to get full access to her succulent hanging fruits. Back in Mark's room, Selena's breasts were starting to feel sore from Mark's rough squeezing of her nipples, and it was with relief when Mark suddenly stood back and addressed her. Right, the last stage of the search is your mouth. I am going to search your mouth with my tongue. Selena felt horrified. Kissing with tongues was the last thing she'd expected. Mark stood in front of her waiting. As she approached him she realized that even in her heels, she was still six inches shorter than him. Mark solved the problem. As he bent down to kiss her, he slipped his hands inside the elastic of her panties and grasped her bubble but pulling her up on the tips of her toes towards him. Selena grimaced as he used his tongue roughly, sliding it forcefully between her lips. He pushed the slithering oral muscle around her mouth, licking the roof of her mouth then sliding it around below her tongue. She tried to move her tongue out of the way but only succeeded in intertwining with his. Mark's hands were busy squeezing and releasing her yummy bubble but pulling her forcefully into him and rubbing his boner against her pelvic bone. In his room, Tom was slower to release Heidi's glorious udders. He hadn't been as rough as Mark, but his fingers had never been still, gently squeezing and tweaking those big nipples. Having listened to Mark, Tom reluctantly fell back off Heidi and said, Mrs. Perkins, I am now going to search your mouth with my tongue. Heidi found this unbelievable. Tom continued to sound as if he'd been coached to play a part. She guessed the search was going to be a French kiss. She couldn't remember the last time she had kissed open-mouthed with Mark. It would have been many years ago. Tom pulled Heidi's face down to him and tentatively inserted his tongue between her lips. He started gently licking around her tongue, and she found that the light oral dancing of their tongues was something she could put up with. Down below Tom's hands were anything but gentle. With Heidi being taller, she was just the right height for Tom to slide his hands round under her panties play with the garter straps and grasp generous handfuls of her big ass. Heidi found that she was automatically clenching her buttock muscles in response to his massaging clasping fingers. Heidi hated the thought that Tom was getting more enjoyment from this than she'd ever intended, but the fact that a young man was clearly enamored by her generous rump was a compliment she was not unhappy to note. Just like Mark had pulled Selena against his boner. Tom was pulling the heavier Heidi into him so that she could not avoid feeling the hard stick between them. As they grasped the asses of their respective women, both men were feeling that they were in the most exciting potential sexual situations of their lives. 
Mark was the first to break away and move on to the next stage. Instructing Selina to put out her hands, he squirted a liberal amount of lotion onto them. He then walked to the bed, parking himself on the corner. His penis was erect in front, and his balls hung like large plums. Come and massage daddy's love lolly, he said to Selina with a lecherous smirk. Selina moved towards him and knelt nervously in front of him. It didn't look like a love lolly to her, more like a weapon. She felt like a captured schoolgirl kneeling before the leader of the gang. Mark's circumcised penis seemed larger than her husband's. Tom's penis was uncircumcised and, in comparison, the helmet on the end of Mark's cock looked like a knob on a dangerous thick stick. The veins of the phallus stood out down the sides and the skin seemed older than her husband's. In fact, both men's erect penises were of a similar size. However, whether it was the Viagra or the eroticism of the situation or both, Mark had never known his cock to be so engorged. Mark kept his hands on his knees as Selina grasped his boner with both hands and, gripping them in a ring, slid them up and down his shaft. She felt they were approaching the end of what had turned out to be a far more humiliating experience than she'd expected. She had thought it would be a quick blowjob or a quick fuck, either of which she could have accepted, closing her mind as she took part in the act. She now realized it would be a blowjob, but Mark was clearly intending to draw it out. She steeled herself to do what he asked and hoped it wouldn't take long. Concentrate on Daddy's helmet, Mark commanded. Selina had been avoiding the top of his boner, but now obediently stroked and squeezed the mushroom head, rubbing her finger along the tender underside. A bit of finger-loving of Daddy's balls would be pleasant, Mark added. Selina dutifully slipped a hand under him and gently squeezed and tweaked the plump testicles while keeping the fingers of her other hand rubbing his helmet. Very good, said Mark, breathing a little more heavily. Now put Daddy's lolly in your mouth. This was it. Selina took a deep breath and slid her lips around his helmet, sucking him into her mouth. She then began a steady sucking rhythm, briefly stopping to flick her tongue at the sensitive area on the underside of the head. Mark loved the view in the mirror of her head bobbing up and down. Her tongue lathered his hot helmet and rasped the tender underside. Her lips were pursed tightly round his shaft. She was thinking that her technique should bring him quickly to orgasm, but then Mark grasped her ponytail at the base with both hands. She had been half expecting him to do that. She'd been fearful that, with the way he was sitting, his intention had always been to control her by her schoolgirl ponytail. She only hoped he would be gentle. She was to be disappointed. Holding her black hair tightly, Mark pushed her head up and down and whispered, Daddy's going deeper. As he pushed her head down he began to push his boner down her throat. On each stroke he squeezed into her throat another inch of his meaty stick. She was desperately trying not to gag, but her efforts contorted her throat and increased the pleasurable sensation for his hot hard meat. Once his cock was fully in her throat with her nostrils against his pubic hair, he pulled back and thrust it fully in once more. He was reaming his boner in and out, fucking her throat faster and faster. Hold daddy's balls, he gasped. Though she was struggling to breathe and her eyes were watering, she reached both her hands forward and grasped a testicle in each hand. Mark let out a moan and as she felt his balls tighten he gasped. Daddy's coming. The last thing Selina wanted was for Mark to come in her mouth, 
but she was terrified he was going to come in her throat, choking her. She therefore started doggedly sucking his helmet. Still gripping her head, Mark succumbed to her voracious lips and allowed his helmet to stay in her mouth. Mark felt his glands explode as torrents of jizz jetted into her mouth. Selena swallowed as much as she could while continuing to fiercely suck him. Eventually, she felt the tension release in his testicles. Feeling confident that she had drained him, Selena noticed that his member was still hard, but assumed that it would soon subside. In his own room Tom heard Mark's commanding performance going on and knew that he would not be able to be so assertive himself. He stepped back from Heidi and asked her to put her hands out, squirting a substantial amount of lotion onto her palms. He then said as confidently as he could, I would now like you to massage my genitals please, Mrs. Perkins. Although on the screen Tom could see Mark's position on the corner of the bed, he could not do that himself. He therefore lay back on the bed and opened his legs, closing his eyes and praying that Heidi would do what was required. Heidi was almost amused. Tom's pose looked like a dog in a submission position. As long as he continued to show a lack of aggression, Heidi felt willing to continue to do what Tom requested. As she approached Tom she felt like a school matron about to give a lucky school boy massage to remember. She looked at Tom's erection. Like Mark, Tom had the biggest boner he'd ever had. Standing proud it looked obscenely big for the size of the rest of his body. The skin was smooth and the plum testicles young and ripe. Being used to Mark's circumcised penis, Heidi thought the foreskin made Tom seem even younger than he was. Heidi suspected that this massage was intended to be the precursor of a blowjob to end the evening, so she thought she might as well get on with it. She grasped Tom's boner with her left hand, pulling the foreskin down and revealing the purple mushroom head. With her right hand, she then languorously massaged the exposed helmet, rubbing the underside, suggesting an experience of sensual massage which she didn't really have. Without being asked, she rubbed and tweaked his balls before starting a serious jacking of his splendid young phallus. Although enjoying this ministration, Tom plucked up his courage, nervously swallowed, and whispered, Please put it in your mouth, Mrs. Perkins. With his eyes closed, Tom didn't know what to expect and so was delighted to feel Heidi's warm melting mouth enclose his hot helmet. She slid her lips backwards and forwards, licking round the flange. Through his earpiece, Tom heard Mark instructing Selena. Opening his eyes, Tom could see Mark on the screen forcing his cock down Selena's throat. Now although Tom was enjoying Heidi's sucking and licking, the sight of his wife's head being speared by Mark's cock made him envious. He therefore whispered to Heidi, Could you go a little deeper, Mrs. Perkins? Heidi was surprised. She'd felt that she was bringing Tom along nicely to an orgasm to finish the evening to his satisfaction. Nevertheless, she thought she ought to do her best. Relaxing her throat, she pushed her head down and felt Tom's hard flesh slip past the back of her mouth and beyond down her throat so that her nostrils were being tickled by Tom's curly pubic hair. Her action brought a groan from Tom so she knew she'd got it right. She found as she repeated it that she could do it faster and faster. As Tom's cock was being treated to this delicious fucking by Heidi's throat, he couldn't hold back his orgasm any longer. Mrs. Perkins, I'm coming, he gasped. Heidi was grateful that Tom had given her warning and had not come in her throat. She squeezed his balls appreciatively and began sucking fiercely on his cock head. 
Fiery spurts of cum shot out of his cock into her mouth as she switched to licking the underside of his helmet. The ropes of cum covered her tongue as she swallowed it as best she could. Back in Mark's room, Selena felt exhausted. She was numb from the humiliation of Mark's forced throat fucking. She found she couldn't think straight as Mark pulled her off her knees and pushed her onto her back at the end of the king-sized bed, so she was prone across the bottom of the bed. As Mark knelt at the foot of the bed, Selena was laid out before him like a sacrificial victim. Mark licked his lips at the sight of this delectable Latina school prom queen helpless before him. He poured a generous squirt of oil over her young tits and started to massage them with sweeping strokes of his large hands. The splash of oil on her chest brought Selena round to the realization that her ordeal was not yet over. Not only that, but this time Mark was concentrating on her body and, she felt, preparing her for something. She realized with horror that, as he pushed her on the bed, he must have peeled her panties off at the same time. Mark grinned as the fresh pink of her realize swelled under his fingers and began to move his hand strokes down her body. Selena was now fully aware of her situation. She tried to get up but found that Mark held her down quite easily. As Mark's fingers approached her lower stomach she began panicking and kicking her legs. It was not only that she felt that Mark had already received his payment. There was also an unacknowledged fear in the back of her mind that her body was beginning to respond to his repugnant strong machismo. Mark laughed gleefully. He was really appreciating the sight of her kicking stocking clad legs, with the red stiletto shoes at the end and the yummy white thigh flesh at the top. He had considered peeling off her stockings so that he could use them to tie her wrists to the bed rail, but didn't want to take her shoes off. As he squeezed her tits with his left hand, he pushed his right hand down between her legs. Selena tried to keep her legs together but found that his insistent fingers were too strong. His middle finger moved down her labia, pushing aside her pussy lips and rubbing across the front edge of her clitoris. N.O. N.O. She cried desperately, but there was no way Mark would be denied. His hand was trapped between Selena's thighs, which were gripped tightly together. He continued rubbing her clitoris with his finger, and was delighted when he felt it becoming more slippery with her juices. Selena was panic-struck. The bastard seemed to know exactly what to do, and she was distraught to find that she was involuntarily slightly opening her legs to allow him more access. Mark grinned as he felt Selena's thighs relaxing. He was now able to use three fingers to massage all of her clitoris. Her juices were now running freely. Inch by inch her legs were opening wider and wider and Mark's hand was free to invade all of her genitals. As he continued his massaging, he slipped a finger in and out of the mouth of her vagina. Selena's hips were now pushing against his fingers and he craftily held his fingers slightly away so that she had to thrust up to mash her clitoris against his hand. Selena had now lost all ability to hold herself back. As she was feeling that her sex organs were being agonizingly deliciously stimulated, Mark suddenly threw her around back on the bed. Placing the head of his fuck stick at the mouth of her vagina, he grabbed a stiletto heel in each hand and stretched her legs apart. Selena now anticipated that, although she had tried to prevent it, he would of course give her the fucking she couldn't avoid, but Mark held his position, his penis teasingly at her entrance. Selena was now frantic to get this bully's boner inside her. She wriggled and jiggled her hips trying to push herself onto him but to no avail. Say daddy fuck me, hissed Mark. 
Selena was desperate. Daddy, fuck me. She gasped. Louder, said Mark. Daddy, fuck me. Selena screamed at the top of her voice. With that, Mark immediately slammed his hot hard phallus as deep into her as he could. Oh God, yes. Selena screeched, all inhibitions now gone. He pulled back and then plunged his cock again deep into her tight juicy young cunt. He continued fucking her with a fast hard rhythm. Thaka 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 thaka. Selena's orgasm was approaching fast, and she began screaming at the top of her voice to his thrusts. Yes, daddy. Fuck me harder, daddy. With a final scream, Selena orgasmed, her cunt gripping Mark's love stick as he continued to stab her with his weapon. With her vagina squeezing him, Mark couldn't hold back and he felt his cum erupting, shooting into her cunt. In Tom's bedroom, matters had developed more slowly. After Heidi's blowjob, they had lain still for a few moments, and in that time she had decided that he was certainly not the bastard she had originally thought. His clear appreciation of her ample charms and his innocent demeanor made her feel warmer towards him than she ever thought she would as she walked into his hotel room. Now he had politely asked Heidi to lay down across the bottom of the bed. She did not know what to expect. She didn't think him capable of any further sexual exertion. Anyway, she now had faith that whatever his intentions, he was not going to harm her. Not that he could anyway, as she was probably stronger than he was. She lay across the bed, still in her panties, and Tom splashed a splodge of lotion in between her breasts. He started massaging each breast separately, bringing the nipples to full erection. Then he began to gorge on each tit, sucking and nibbling the luscious areoli and nipples. This was the first time that Tom had brought his mouth to bear on the ends of those hooters and Heidi was experiencing some pleasurable sensations. Tom could see on the screen that Mark was starting to slide his hands down to Selena's genitals, but he was nervous of trying that with Heidi. Suddenly irritated, however, he became bold. He went round to between Heidi's legs and started sliding his hands up the nylons, past the garter straps to Heidi's panties. When Heidi didn't move, he carried on gripping the elastic of her panties and peeling them down her legs. Pushing her legs apart he began to gently lick between her pussy lips, his tongue finding her clitoris. Heidi hadn't known quite what to do when Tom slid his hands up her legs. Then she began thinking to herself. She guessed that he was intending to put his mouth to her sex. Why not allow Tom to give her a bit of pleasure? Mark wouldn't know that she had been orally stimulated. She probably wouldn't get that turned on, so what was the harm? But then she felt Tom's tongue on her clitoris, and she realized that she was getting very turned on. Tom's hands on her breasts had already made her pussy a little juicy. Now she realized the young man's tongue was a veritable magic muscle, deliciously stimulating her love glands. She spread her legs as wide as possible to give him full access, and started pushing her hips up to mash her clitoris into his mouth. Bloody hell, he is good, she thought. As Tom was working his tongue hard, he heard Selena's screams in his earpiece and knew that Mark was fucking his wife. Not only that, her screams indicated that Mark had her begging to be ravished. With the noise in his ear, Tom now realized why Mark had wanted a room away from the rest of the hotel. Feeling envious, Tom stopped his ministrations. Standing up, he said, Mrs. Perkins, may I fuck? He got no further. As he stood up, Heidi saw an erection which, 
if anything, was even bigger than he'd had before. With her loins on fire, Heidi grabbed him and pulled him on top of her on the bed. She grasped his hot meaty cock and, pulling Tom towards her, inserted it into her fiery juicy cunt. Tom gasped. Oh, Mrs. Perkins. Wrapping her strong legs around the back of his ass, she began to pull him deep inside her. Tom automatically pulled his cock back for her to pull him back in. They quickly found a steady rutting rhythm. With her legs around his ass, Heidi's arms were wrapped around his upper body. She had Tom's face squashed against her lush melons, and he gratefully began to feverishly suck her tender tit flesh. His hands played with her garter straps and his fingers felt her hot thigh flesh under the elastic of her stocking tops. They were both in the sheer heaven of gloriously fucking each other, their thrusting becoming more frenzied as they both felt their orgasms approaching. Heidi was in bliss. The sensations of her sucked nipples and Tom's teasing hands around her thighs, at the same time as his hot thick boner was filling her sexual organs, was ecstasy. Tom felt he was being fucked by the voluptuous mature beautiful woman he had always imagined in his fantasies. She was in control, in charge and using him for her own physical gratification. She was the school matron, the headmistress, the aunt and the domineering mother he had always wanted to fuck. Finally Heidi's orgasm hit her, her vagina spasming, gripping the young man's fresh hard meat and initiating his ejaculation. Tom's boner sent pulsing bursts of hot cum shooting into Heidi's vagina, which milked him as he lay on top of her, enveloped within her arms and legs. They both lay there exhausted. In Mark's room, Mark had begun the final stage. He pushed Selena over onto her front and lifted her ass in the air. Selena felt powerless to stop anything he wanted to do. He knelt behind her and pushed his still erect penis into her cunt from behind. Splashing oil over her ass, he inserted a finger from his right hand into her rectum and started preparing her to be ass-fucked. With his left hand, Mark grasped Selena's ponytail. Selena gazed lightheadedly across to the mirror and saw her strong alpha male, towering above her ass, preparing to take her as he wanted. Oh, fuck me in the ass, daddy, she moaned. Tom stared at the screen with crossness. He had been pleased to hear and see Selena get her comeuppance by a man just using her for sex, but her complete subservience to Mark was annoying. Well he, Tom, could be macho as well if he wanted. He pushed Heidi, with difficulty, on her front and then tried to pull her ass up. It was not going too well until Heidi, although drowsy, sensed what he wanted and lifted her ass in the air, assuming he was going to fuck her in the cunt from behind. Tom slid his cock into her vagina and then started splashing oil onto her ass. As he stuck his finger up her ass, Heidi became wide awake. Knowing she was stronger than he was, physically and mentally, in a loud voice she just said, No! However, Tom was not to be thwarted. He ripped the clasp holding her hair bun in place and grasped a handful of her blonde hair, wrapping it around his left hand. Heidi struggled but Tom held on tenaciously. Tom glanced at the screen and saw that Mark was in the same launching position as he was. Both women now knew they were going to be fucked in the ass, whether they wanted it or not. Mark stabbed his weapon quite violently into Selena's sphincter. Selena screamed, but whether it was from pleasure or pain she didn't really know herself. Mark then started whacking his boner hard in her ass. His hips thumped against her bubble but, 
and he slapped her ass cheeks with his right hand. With his left hand he was pulling Selena's ponytail forcibly, her face pointing upwards and her back arching, accentuating her magnificent round firm buttocks. Mark didn't hold back at all as he fucked her ass fiercely. Soon Mark felt his orgasm arrive. He didn't care whether Selena enjoyed the ass-fucking or not. However, his arrogant disregard, if anything, heightened Selena's sexual stimulation and she found her anal channel spasming at the same time as Mark shot his final ropes of cum into her anal sheath. Tom's approach, although more determined than usual, was a milder affair. Ignoring Heidi's groaning complaints, he slid his love muscle seamlessly into her asshole. Initially painful, she was still groaning as he began sliding it in and out, but pretty soon he had got into his rhythm, and he was giving her ass a good steady fucking dot as her pain subsided and Heidi was getting to feel the advantages of having her anal sheath filled with her young man's hard love sausage, she started thrusting back against him. She knew he loved her big buttocks, encased in the garter straps, rippling each time his thighs smacked against her. She didn't even object when he pulled her head back further, as she knew it would highlight her big round ass even more. This was Tom's first assfuck and he was loving the tightness of her anal channel combined with her jiggling big as he smacked her rump and playfully snapped the elastic garter straps. Eventually she felt her orgasm commence, her anal sheath gripping Tom's love organ as his own orgasm sent spurts of jizz into her body. The men and women in both rooms were completely shattered. The next morning both women awoke with the same thought. They had found their perfect sexual partner. Mark awoke to find Selena working oil with both hands on his penis. It dutifully rose to the occasion, and she climbed on top facing him and used her fingers to insert his fuck stick into her. She leant forward and kissed him, pushing her tongue into his mouth. Does daddy want me to fuck him? She playfully queried. Daddy certainly does, he said with a smile. He gazed up at her, not believing that he had really made her his slut. She leaned forwards and started to move up and down on him. It was only then that he realized that she had inserted his boner in her asshole. The feeling was delicious. The clasp on his phallus was tight, making her movement cause the grip on his helmet and shaft to feel sensational. He lifted his hands and squeezed her young breasts, gentler than the previous evening. Daddy needs to be rough with me. She chided him. He pinched her nipples accordingly and she gasped in appreciation, loving the way he could cause her sweet pain so easily. He reached up with his left hand and thrust his fingers into her mouth, holding her jaw with his thumb underneath. She bit down on him, and he laughed as he squeezed her tongue with his fingers. He slid his right hand roughly under her genitals. Inserting his middle finger in her vagina, he rubbed her clitoris with his thumb. Selena continued to ride him, but she now felt that it was him in total control. With his fingers inserted in her mouth and pussy, and his boner implanted in her asshole, she felt pinioned on top of him. Mark exhilarated in the fact that he'd got this eager young lovely Latina completely in his power. He was controlling the speed that her asshole pumped his fuck stick and he slowed her down to optimize his approaching orgasm. As he started his orgasm he gasped. Daddy's coming. Mark intended that Selena would respond by biting on his fingers and squeezing her vagina muscles to enhance his orgasm. Knowing what he wanted, Selena duly complied. However, 
Mark's assertiveness also had the effect of tipping Selena over the edge of her orgasm, so Mark suddenly found his boner being squeezed by Selena's anal spasms. AR Daddy! Selena shrieked, as Mark's fingers became covered with her juices. He felt her pussy spasming around his finger, and her anus gripping his cock as he shot his cum up into her. Tom awoke to find Heidi massaging his love stick with her oily hands. She had teased his phallus into an engorged state before he was fully awake. Like Selena, Heidi wanted to finish the whole episode of her being with Tom, with her on top. Tom looked quickly at the television and was relieved to see a blank screen. Mark's camera had clearly switched itself off. Heidi climbed on top of Tom and inserted his penis into her vagina. As she settled herself on his lap she kissed him open-mouthed, intertwining her tongue with his. After a minute of this oral passion, she stopped and whispered, Do you want mommy to ride you? Yes, please, gasped Tom. Heidi started grinding her pelvis forward and backwards with a steady rhythm. She stretched her arms up behind her head, straightening her back and pushing her big breasts out in front, continuing to move her hips, grinding Tom's organ. Tom reached up and grasped her huge tits, his fingers teasing out the big nipples yet again. Her weight felt exciting as he felt her physical domination of his body. She leaned forward, her melons hanging like welcoming fruit. His mouth seized and suckled on the mammary flesh, sucking on the nipples like a baby. You love mommy's big breasts, don't you? She queried with a smile. Oh yes, he spluttered. She was pleased that she hadn't taken off the garter belt and stockings, as his hands roamed her thighs, slipping under the garter straps and fingering under the elastic at the top of the stockings. You love mommy's stockings and garter belt as well, don't you? Oh God, yes, he gasped. Anything else? She said with a smirk. I love mommy's big ass, he gasped as a final admission. With that appreciation of her rump, Heidi pressed down harder with her buttocks as she pumped him. She knew he was stimulated by her weight. As Tom began to breathe more heavily, she leant forward and lifted herself off him, then slid herself back down his member. She then started doing it repeatedly, sawing his tender cock. Only wanting to enhance his enjoyment, she reached her hand behind and cupped his testicles. Tom went into a mind-blowing orgasm. As Heidi felt his balls contracting, she squeezed her cunt muscles, milking his tender love stick in time with his launches of cum juice. Midway through this selfless act, Heidi's own orgasm hit, giving her spasms of pleasure, as she was draining the last of Tom's jizz. Both women showered and dressed quite quickly, not wanting to be seen to be too late arriving home. As it was they had no need to worry, as both Mark and Tom were quite leisurely in getting ready. Mark looked at the sign note that Selena had left him to find. Daddy, you've made me your sex slave. Phone me as soon as you can. Mark grinned and thought about next time. He thought he might get her dressed as a cheerleader with pigtails and give her a good spanking before he fucked her. Pocketing the note, he left the room to meet Tom in the hotel lounge as they had arranged. Tom was waiting for him. Well, said Mark with a smirk, at least you've seen how women need to be treated. I hope you weren't at all upset by what happened between Selena and me. Not at all, said Tom quietly. How did you get on with Heidi? asked Mark curiously. It went okay, said Tom again quietly. Mark grinned to himself. 
He was pretty certain that Tom never got beyond first base. Mark got up to leave. Well, I guess I'll see you at work, he said. As Mark walked out the door, Tom smiled to himself as he looked again at the note with the telephone number in his hand. Mommy will gratify all of your naughtiest wishes. I'll be desperate until you phone me. Yes, thought Tom. It certainly did go okay. The End